Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. I'm the Bowtie Guy. And I am the Biker Chick. And I just made Christina laugh right before I started because... I'm the guy who gets to push record, so I get to start and stop the shows. Uh, the last show that we recorded, I just let it record forever and ever and ever, and it's very interesting. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, I want to leave that in there, but it could sound so bad, so so I didn't. Um, but anyhow, so that's enough about reflecting, because our word of the week this week is... Reflection. What? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, it's casting back of information. Um, which I love. I have a cool reflection story that I may have told in the past, but mm. I will tell it again because I'm old. Go ahead. And um, I, when I was working at Baskin Robbins in college, I was standing at the cash register and I was looking at the little uh, refrigerator box where we had the freezer. We had our cakes and stuff like this. And so it was glass. And I could see a person walking up to the store. And I'm doing all this with my hands to help you out. Um, I could see a person walking up to the store, so I was like, oh, a person's coming in. So I knew that. And then I thought, the person standing over here couldn't see that reflection. But I could. Right. Did that mean that reflection was not on that piece of glass, or was it? And then I thought, okay, as I walked around, I looked at everything that was in there. It blew my mind how much information that tiny piece of glass was holding, because as I changed, it changed. But it was all in there at one time. Messed me up. I still does yeah yeah reflection yeah. Mm-hmm. derailed us <laughs> completely yeah i have nothing to say about them i don't even know where to go so reflection the reason that this is the word of the week is we're going to talk about what other believes other <laughs> what others believe about me isn't always a reflection of who i am but of who they are mm-hmm so I had an experience while I was uh, in Arizona, and I was speaking to somebody who's very close to my heart. And that person informed me that somebody in her life had told her I wasn't worthy of the title that she had given me. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of generalities there. No, that's okay. I understand. But I don't to... want um, right. I don't want this person to be isolated or or um, singled out. And so basically it came down to, I didn't deserve the position that I held in somebody else's life based on a perception that this person had of me and my situation. And in reality, it had nothing to do with the person that I am. It's more about what they understand. So. Can I skidurt you right there? Skidurt! And so you say it's not about the person that you are, or were they holding you to what you used to be, your old, the old you, or just a no. misconstrued perception of all of it? Just a, it, it's so hard to say without saying. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. But um, let's say, okay, you're, you're my friend. Okay, we're let's really, say that. Really <laughs> now, now, is this one of those <laughs> reflections of what you think I am or what I really no, am. that's not what I meant. Okay. Now I'm totally, <laughs> totally self-conscious and concerned. You are my friend. Okay. All right. You are a very dear friend of Woo! mine. Woo! Go friends. And so people might look and say, you know what? You shouldn't be friends with him because he is married to Bev. 
okay. You being married to Bev has nothing negative to reflect on who you are as a person. But this person, let's say, and nobody can not like Bev, so it's probably a bad, bad analogy. Is that what it is? Is that an analogy? It is. Okay. But um, so they're like, uh, you shouldn't be friends with Paul because I don't, I don't like Bev. It'd be better if you said you shouldn't be friends with Bev because she's married to Paul. Well, then that would make more really sense. Yeah, right. But we're not making sense right. here. And no, neither is this conversation right. that I had. None of it made sense. Well, and, and so, so often that's probably the case with this. Yes. And so it's it's a non-traditional relationship that me and this person have. We are brought together in our pasts by something completely different. And now we our bond is solid and true. And we are super close and very much love each other, but because how that relationship formed, this person believes that it should just dissipate. Okay. Now that, you know, the person that brought us together isn't in the picture between us any longer, that we should just not be be what we are to each other. And they should just, you know, I should go away mm-hmm. and she should go away and it should just all go away because that's what makes sense to this third party person. She's right. like, and so I was trying to explain that sometimes not sometimes, all the time. Love has no boundaries. To love somebody, there doesn't have to be a particular bloodline. There doesn't have to be a particular, you know, relationship. Friends don't have to love each other because they come from the same backgrounds, because they're the same skin color, because they're from the same culture. Love doesn't have boundaries. Love ties people together based off something positive regardless of the circumstances. And so it was a great opportunity for me to show God's love in that moment and say, you know, it's sad that this person doesn't understand that love has no boundaries. Right. That um, people can continue to be in their li- each other's lives regardless of their past circumstances. That's one thing you and I, it, that brought us together, mm-hmm. is if people look at our past, you know, I'm a survivor of abuse, you have your past. We shouldn't be. You say I'm an abuser. <laughs> I don't like that word. I know. But you're an abuser. I'm a survivor of abuse. And people don't like that. People don't like that we can come together in love regardless right. of our past. And it's that same circumstance, just in a, a different way, that I'm facing yet again. And I feel sad for this person and their heart because they say this is the traditional box of love. This is where all love belongs. We're going to put God, basically, in a box because that's it. Mm-hmm. You get a box and this is what love should look like and that's it. You know, one dad, one mom, two, you know, two and a half kids, right. half a dog, white picket fence. That's what life should look like. And if it doesn't look like that, then it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so that's not a reflection of who I am. When the person was judging me in my situation, they were judging from their own heart and their own hurts and their own beliefs. And that's what made me think of this whole topic is, you know, there's times where I'm sure I know that my hurts reflect onto somebody else's situation unintentionally, but they do. And I limit that other person based on my beliefs versus who they are in their hearts. And I know you experience that. Right. And I think that people will uh, probably have 
more upsetness with you being my friend because of mm-hmm. our pasts. Right. And my presumption on that is because you don't allow them the permission to hate me. Right. Because you've chosen not to and you've got, you know, and I'm air quoting now, legitimate reason not to. And so now if they dislike me because of what I've done, but you still like me, now it, it, there's a, 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 an insinuation that they're wrong. Right. And people I've found... Don't like to be wrong. Don't like to be wrong. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. And that whole, when you're talking about this, the you know different you know lines and whatnot, I have uh, three stepkids and one biological child. So my biological child just let us know um, recently that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so someone said to me, oh... You're finally going to be a grandpa. I said, what are you talking about? I got four grandkids. Right. Well, no, this one's really yours. I was like. The others are really mine. Yeah, there's no difference. And I honestly 100% can say it does not feel any different. When I walked her down the aisle, it didn't feel different than when I walked her sister down the aisle. Right. Because there, we don't do the step. Right. You know, it's not, it's not what's important. And, and I can speak to that from being a stepchild who was made to feel like a stepchild. I have a, a stepmother who is no longer in my life. She's on my Facebook, but she's not in my life. It's super awkward. Um, but she drew a line. At first, she didn't. At first, she's like, you're my kid. I love you. But when push come to shove, I was very different. Mm-hmm. And um, I can speak to it from my side now. I have a daughter who is 21. And she's my daughter, I say, by love. I didn't get the honor to birth her, but God gave her to me anyway. And I love her with all that I am. And she is just the same as my other children. And I think I might even coddle her, baby her a little more because she is my only girl. You know, I've got three boys and one daughter. And she had my first grandson. And I love him. I call him baby because his name's Andres Mm -hmm. and it's hard for me to roll my R's. So I call him baby, but it's, I don't see her any differently. She is, she is of my heart. She has a piece of me, regardless of whether my blood flows through her veins or not. She is mine. Yeah. And, um, you know, for someone ever to come in and say, Hey, she's not yours. You need to chop that arm off. Right. Why would I chop my arm off? Because you don't like my arm. Yeah. You know, and so it'll be easier to say it now that you've kind of brought this scenario into it. But, you know, don't tell me that my daughter's not my daughter. Yeah. Because what do you know? What do you know about her and I? And I've experienced that, too. I've experienced people saying I should just I've experienced my own children saying I should get rid of her. I should dismiss her as if she is not one of my own. And that's not a reflection of who I am. Well, you know, my kids... They don't think that way. Yeah. You know, it's just, they all, we're all just family because that's what, that was just our paradigm when we got there. It was just, you know, how we did. Well, the, the, the little switch that's different in mine. My daughter, and I hope you're listening right now, young lady, called (laughs) her sister before me to tell her the news. Well, yeah. No. It's a little different because my daughter dated my son. Huh? So my daughter was with my oldest son 
for three and a half, three years, whatever it was. And so she came into my family through my son. And so when they broke up, the expectation was I break up with her as well. But she was a young child of 14 coming into my life with, you know, a background of not having that love. And God just were so much alike. And so that's, I, I just, when people try to step in between that sort of a bond, that's not my heart. And yeah. it's hard to say that. It's or, it's not hard to say it because I know it's the truth, but it's hard for people to understand that. It's hard to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't don't always think that way. Yeah. So you gave us a song of the week that fits perfectly with this. If you haven't been able to tell the last two shows, uh, Christina has been the producer on these shows. And so they have a little bit more of a... Uh, you know, a continuity and a through line yes. uh, than uh, when I do them. <laughs> oh, shucks. And this is all brand new for me. Woo! Like brand new out of my comfort zone. But it goes off of last week. I'm trying to do things to break the old bad habits and step into uncomfortable places where growth is offered. Yeah. So. Being tenacious. Yeah. Reflection of Jesus. Yes. Look at me using Look these at words of the week. Bonus points for everyone. Completely. So this, I heard it first sang at CR on a Friday night by a beautiful woman with an incredible voice. And I didn't, I had not heard the song on the radio or anywhere else. So it's only been a couple weeks since I heard this song. It's Who You Say I Am by Hillsong Worship. So let's listen to it and we'll come back. Hillsong song, and sometimes Hillsong has the um, distinct disadvantage of being Hillsong. Right. It's what makes them good is what makes it so. It's like okay, there's like almost now because Oceans was so huge, mm. then you have to be like, oh well, yeah, I love worship music, but not Hillsong. You know, a lot of people get a little highfalutin and hoity-toity about Hillsong, but I really, really latched on to the phrase. In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. And then in the course, I'm chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. Yes. Because who he says I am is different 
than who they say I am. Yes. And and that is a massive, important difference yes. to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what, to go right after those lines, it's you are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. And that's just remembering for me or reminding me that God is on my side. Not everybody who speaks into my life is on my side. <laughs> Not even close. Right? So aren't the words spoken from people who are in my corner a lot more valuable and truthful than those who aren't in my corner? Shouldn't they cast more weight, mm-hmm. carry more weight? It'll happen every podcast, just so you guys know. Mm-hmm. I will jack up a saying and not find a word, and it's just who I am. Hashtag new saying. That's right. Hashtag Christina said. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Yeah. Um, but it's for me, it's reminding me to listen to the truth. I am who he says I am. I am not... Um, the, this person that people say, oh no, bad, you know, because of our past. And there was a noise and I totally got yeah, distracted. <laughs> but people want to, they, they, they want to limit us to the things in the past. Yes. But, and this is the big caveat, not necessarily the good things of the past. They love to have it be the bad things of the past. Right. Why is that? Why do people do that? I. Why do Why do people want to define me for the bad stuff? Yeah. Why can't you define? And I think that's just a, an overall issue that I try to fight against in my own life, even with my own children. Well, it's like, it's like okay, if, it, if you ever broke the speed limit, that means every time you drive now, you're driving too fast. Yeah. Because you broke the speed limit 20 years ago. Well, I pretty much do speed. But I'm just kidding. You drive fast. We're a recovery podcast. We don't say I do speed. No, no, I don't do speed. Oh boy. But no, I agree. Why does why does that one incident have to define yeah, every piece of me? Yeah, well, and it goes it, back to why we're talking about this whole reflection thing of of people. Yeah. And I really think that people want people to be worse than they are so they can feel better. Yeah. That just it it hurts my heart. It's, it's Physi- extremely physically sad. Physically hurts my heart. Yeah. That, that that is the way that a lot of people are. That's why I think I love people who are sunshine in my life. It's basically, I, I would rather focus on that than, you know, on the crappy parts of life. Yeah. And people, people will say, and, and by the way, I got a text this week. Someone was listening to an older podcast where mm-hmm. I said I was a little bit Pollyanna. Uh-huh. And I got a text from someone, hi, Pollyanna. Nice. I'm like, what? I'm listening to your podcast. I was like, thanks. Yes. But um, I get accused of that. Like, and I hear people say that. I heard a person a couple weeks ago speaking at a church and they said, oh, well, you know, you'll hear people talking about all this good stuff and everything and they ignore, you know, the end times are coming and all this. And I'm like, okay, um, I can only speak one thing at a time. Right. And I want the words to come out of my mouth to be the hope and the joy of Christ. Right. Because if someone goes to heaven, I don't want it to be because they're so afraid. I want it to be because they're so looking forward to the love. Well, one of my favorite things that my pastor says is, if I can talk you into Jesus, somebody can talk you out of him. 
Mm. It has to be a decision that we make in our hearts. And um, I think the way to do that is to reflect who Jesus is in our day-to-day lives, yeah. to be that that hope and that shining light. I don't choose to ignore my past. I choose to accept it and move forward from it. Yes. I think that's the big difference is a lot of people, you know, who oh, all you ever want to talk about is, you know, moving forward, the happy things, you want to disregard the bad things or anything that, you know, negative that happened in the past. No, that's not true. I absolutely don't. I'm an open book. I'm happy to have a conversation about anything. And, um, but my focus moving forward wants to be on the positive things. I have to be determined to be that light for Jesus. Yes. Period. And that light of Jesus. Of, yeah. 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 Because you're letting it shine through you. You're reflecting Christ. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. And uh, the thing I also find interesting is people do pick and choose. Because sometimes people say, well, I don't want to be in your recovery thing because all you do is focus on the past. No. And then you'll have the other people, oh, I'm not going to be in there because you don't even acknowledge You're just focusing on all this stuff. And right. people are, it's just a way to say, look, I don't want to deal with what's going on in my life yeah. and where I'm going. And it it's ridiculous to start building a new house if you haven't put the fire out in the first one. Right. So you've got to deal with that. Yep. But then you clear it out. Mm-hmm. Now you build a new. Isn't that like step four where you get all of that stuff and you get it out? Yeah. It's it's one of the places, unfortunately, where we lose a lot of people in the step study process. The biggest. Is people don't want to sit and face all of the stuff that has happened in their past. That's that's a difficult thing. They want to pick up that shovel. They want to dig a hole. They want to drop it in there, pound it down, and, you know plant a tree that'll never produce fruit on top of it. Right. Instead of saying, okay, we're going to dig all of this out. We're going to get good soil. God is the foundation. And then we're going to have a life that produces beautiful things. Yeah. Yeah. I had a a person in a step study one time and they they said, well, you know, they're looking at their fourth step and they were kind of bemoaning all this stuff. And I said, look, don't dig a hole and then be mad at the dirt. You know, you dug Mm. that hole. Now you've got this dirt. Now let's do something with it. Right. Sandcastle. Let's put it back in the hole. Let's, Plant something and put some of it back. Yeah. But let's, we got to do something with the dirt. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't just disappear. Nope. Yeah. And it's still there. It is. And people dirt doesn't will go still anywhere. remind me of it. Oh, yeah. 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 I never have to worry about forgetting my past. No. Because people are so helpful in reminding me about it. Oh, yeah. It's I'm sure. Amazing. And that's got to be tough. That doesn't have to be. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. When I, I lean on God, it's a little easier. It is. I was just listening to a podcast, um, another podcast besides ours, and he was talking about that, and I just lost my thought. It happens sometimes. It does. It does. Well, speaking of podcasts that you might want to listen to, um, I have uh, a new friend that I was talking to about their podcast. It's called Unashamed, Unafraid uh, Podcast, and uh, they're going to be on uh, in a few shows from now. We're going to have them. Um, So... Go check out Unafraid, Unashamed. And um, we are rapidly running out of time here. So real quick, let's reflect on what the mess was. You're so good at this. I try to be corny and cheesy and, uh, you know, radio-like. Very radio-like. So reflecting on what the mess is, it's that people um, who 
just believe stuff about me that's not really the true reflection and they try to they try to paint over it yeah and um you know you get a mirror and paint a picture of your hair being perfect yeah your hair is perfect but it's not really perfect right um and the message is it, it, it can be you know we can we can have perfect hair or we can live with the messy hair and just make it our thing but we don't have to accept what people are saying we are we get to accept who god says yeah and we I, are. for me it's also determining which is which is which what is actually my part and what is actually a reflection of who they are mm. and being able to say hey you don't have that sort of power to put your baggage into my lap you keep your baggage and i will keep mine and let's stay you know let's keep it separate so that we know who we're talking about and who has uh, the room for growth nice nice all right well uh if you want to get a hold of us you can email me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com you can email me at bikerchick at messituppodcast.com what if we just feel like emailing someone not necessarily you or me. That would be info at messituppodcast.com. And what about the young kids who are hip to the social medias on the interwebs? Where can they go? The Instagrams. Nice. The Facebooks. Yes. The tweeters. Woo! Would be on Twitter. I love it. So we're basically everywhere. Yes. And if you miss something on the show, go to messituppodcast.com and you can click on the show notes tab. And um, we have show notes. So thanks for listening. We will help you turn your mess into a message again next week. That's right. See you then. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess It Up.